Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm Cash Levy. I have T.J. Miller here with us. Hi! T.J.'s here. T.J., I mean, I love having you on this show, but I... Thank I'm a little bummed me. right now. Well, I mean, I'm always excited to have you. We did have Kate Middleton, though, for the show. God, I, I love her. Of, yeah, I was kind of excited about that. Apparently, she's Ooh, married. Some... Malcolm in the Middleton, right? That's what I called her for years. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if that's what people call her. I don't know if they call her that in England. Yeah, I call her that. I did okay. for a while. Okay. okay. For about two years. About two yeah, years. yeah. Were you surprised by his choice? She seems like a great lady, although I'm a little upset with her right I now. I think he's a little lucky. Okay, so he did well for himself. I think he's dating up. Right? Yeah, if I think so, too. If you can, if he wasn't royalty, could he have pulled that? I if don't If you think can so. see your ears without looking to the mm-hmm. right or left mm-hmm. of you... Yeah, and you're, that's a big closet. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I know. Don't trust those lawyers. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and maybe you, I'm prejudiced because you know a lot about ears. ears. Yeah, I mean, you have ear envy, as we know. Uh, well, anyway, she was going to be on the show, and uh, as far she made it as far as Seven Eleven downstairs, and then she left. And I have no idea why. I don't know why this keeps happening. Um, luckily, uh, we have a, a surveillance tape from the Seven Eleven, and. Maybe we can see why she bailed of this, uh, you know, why she bailed. I mean, um, for those of you not watching the show, I'll describe it to you, and you'll be able to hear the audio. Uh, you can see Kate is at the front counter uh, purchasing a box of crumpets, and I had no idea 7-Eleven uh, even sold crumpets. I, I think that's I, a yeah. seasonal item. Yeah, I guess so. It's sort of like the, you know, the... Uh, you know the McRib, oh yeah, you know. or like Peeps, or yeah, or like those. Peeps are primarily a, a spring Easter product, right? So as Kate Middleton would say, right? Right. <laughs> Why does she talk like that? Yeah, and and so and you can see. Here's the thing: you can see Kate Middleton in this. Uh, I have the surveillance tape. You can see her uh, buying a box of crumpets, and someone who looks like he has a Napoleon Dynamite costume on is standing next to her and whispering something. Let's see if I can get the audio on that. Psst. Psst. Listen to me, you British bitch. This is my show. You don't muscle in on my show. Kate Middleton. Or should I call you Kate Malcolm in the Middleton? Wow, and so that's that's the audio from, and you know this person looked very menacing. Sort Can of you give p- me this banana, also. I mean, you're already in line. I'll get you back the the dollar. Well, that's okay. So, so actually, he was he was sort of kind of crumpets are those? And the tape seems to just go on oh, and on. Yeah, I like those crumpets. Well, this. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, first of all, the tapes seem to go on forever. And then you showed up, like, mm-hmm. literally five minutes after it happened, and, and it just kind of makes me wonder, um, you know, why Kate Middleton uh, would have left. You know? It just sounds like Well, somebody, it sounds like somebody was being very threatening. Yeah, and someone was somebody, threatening her. Yeah, and then, you know, in addition to that, it sounds like somebody was trying to muscle in on a podcast. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Was it you in the Napoleon Dynamite Complex? Have you ever... Have you seen Primal Fear? I have not. With Edward Norton? No, I have and not. And Richard Heer? Mm-hmm. No. You know, a lot of people will disassociate from themselves and head down there and, and do things like that. Do you think it could have been yourself? Do you take Ambien? I don't. Yeah. I don't. Okay. Uh, think- are you in the later stages of alcoholism? Because there's yeah. a lot of blackouts that yeah, can happen. Yeah, I, I don't think it was me. I mean, you can tell by the surveillance tape, this person was about six feet two inches tall. At least. 
I know we've been silent for a while here, but I did want to ask, is that your natural hair color? I mean, the... Yeah. The tape seems to go on and on. Yeah, it really does. It, it seems to keep coming back. I, I, I'm thinking, you know... I, I don't know. Look, I, If I, I don't press stop, it seems like throughout the podcast, we're going to hear different parts of things that this person said to Kate Middleton. And I it, can't imagine there well, would the, be anything else from the okay, tape. It well, seems like... Maybe, I don't know. I'm going to let it run and see. Because maybe she... It sounds like she was there for quite a while. Uh, yeah. Sometimes a crumpet purchase... Takes two or three hours, and so well, I think we've got a lot of footage. It looks from the footage like she's paralyzed with fear. Which I, have mm-hmm. you ever been paralyzed with fear? You ever seen Cape Fear? I have seen Cape yeah, Fear. Sometimes people can sublimate their true nature and become two people. That's exactly right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's why I think you should really look into whether or not you might have done this thing. I, you know, I've never been paralyzed, but with fear. But I've had both my legs fall asleep from yeah. fear. Okay, okay, yeah, not restless leg syndrome. Totally different. No, thing. no, that and that was just a dance at, off. Where yeah, you were yeah, acting like you right, had right. the restless leg, and really when you, you didn't. see me have restless legs, you know I'm dancing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know what I'd like to do, and I think we'll 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 look into the, this situation as the podcast progresses today. Uh, but we do, you know what? I think there's no reason for us not to just kind of do a hot and spicy. Really? Uh, yeah, hot, tasty pod. Well, you know, Kate Middleton, another thing is, what I'm does worried. it say about her that something like she that, some little thing like that? You have to persevere. I'm wearing How oven- dangerous can a person be who's needing to get, who's trying to get potassium for yeah, the day? Yeah, exactly. And I think this one's going to be so hot and spicy and tasty. Uh, I love wearing, dropping a spicy I'm gonna, pod. I'm going to drop a hot pod. I'm wearing oven mitts right now. Really? Yeah, I am. On my feet, you- just in case... It drops oh, I down didn't to yeah, that. yeah, oven I mitts on my feet. Uh, got four toes on one side, well, five on the other, and I'm ready to rock and roll. If you don't have oven mitts on your hands, you want to put them on your feet because when you touch your hands, it'll burn. You're mm-hmm. going to drop it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to burn those yeah. feet too. So let's drop a hot and tasty, and let's kick it off with a triple, triple banger, banger lightning round. round. Uh, uh, question one: uh, uh, Dominoes. Uh, Dominoes. Just an excuse to knock shit over. Hmm. I mean, no, but I've never. I've just. It's so rare that I'm in mixed company, and someone <laughs> says, "You want to do some dominoes?" And I've just found dominoes is just not a game to play on a folding table. Mm-hmm. If the yeah. if the legs yeah. of the table are not stationary, mm-hmm. if there are any moving parts of the table, you can forget it. <laughs> you ever played dominoes on the bottom of a uh, swimming pool, like the curved part? No. Yeah. What you do is you drain the swimming pool, and you play dominoes on sort of the side as the wall meets the bottom, and it's very challenging. Uh, that's a you know Sounds... a lot of people take uh, pools they skate in them. Yeah. Uh, you just play dominoes. Well, Where are they for, sliding all it's over for the place? A more place? peaceful person, really. Mm. It's not wet at that point. Of course, you put a little stick them on the bottom. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> or that. I think that might also be. Uh... You know, maybe that's what the skaters do when the skating's done for the day. Sit back, relax, have a couple cool brews. I'm, I'm offended when people are draining pools for other purposes. I, the pool is great with water in it. To, to, to think that it could be an improvement when you take the water out, I think, is, is bold. It's a bold thing to think. And it's a, I mean, it's about as unreasonable as thinking it'll be more fun if you put more water in. You mean over the sides? Yeah. Yeah. It does. There is a. And what is with these infinity pools? I mean, you know, swimming can't go on forever. That's what I've always said. (laughs) Triple banger lightning Lightning round. round. Question Question number two. two. Uh, Mark David Chapman was carrying a copy of Catcher in the Rye when he shot John Lennon. What book would you least want your assassin to be carrying? Green Eggs and Ham. No ticket required. Hmm. How to Win Friends and Influence People, The Unabridged Yogi Bear, or Assassination for Dummies. Now, I know you're speculating because The Unabridged Yogi Bear hasn't come out yet. I'm still obviously I'm just, working yeah, on I'm that. Yeah, I'm looking forward I, to it. Well, I heard it's like, it's like things are coming out of the book. It's, yeah. almost, it's almost like the book is in 3D. Well, it's a pop-up book. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, which a pop-up book, by the way, if you want to really spice up a first date... Get a pop-up book, say, hey, do you mind if I read to you a little bit before yeah. you leave? And then put your penis as the last pop-up. <laughs> that, my friends, is a practical living in the modern age. age. 
That was a good one. You know, the pop-up book is a great way to let people know just how technology has advanced. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I have pop-up books that I'll do with my son. Really? And, uh, yeah, it, it's hard for me. I want to explain to him. And he loves to reach over to the cell phone and get baseball highlights. And he's only two and a half. Uh, and he knows how to negotiate my phone, and he can flip around. He'll go up to the television set and flip it because he thinks it's, it's going to—it's crazy—turn over. He's definitely going to know more about technology than me. Um, he also took apart uh, my car, put it to get back together, which is very rare for and, a young. And it one. was a different car. He put it back car. together as a Ford yeah, Fiesta, and it, and it flies now. So you know, it—he's he's amazing. But the pop-up book—I'm almost a little embarrassed. I think I'm doing it for me and not for him at this point. You know, but the these, pop-up book. these pop-up books, though, some of them you can press a button and there's sounds, and they've made some technological advances in the pop-up book, but nothing yet. I mean, I think we're all waiting for the hologram pop-up book. Mm, yeah, it's a digital yeah, pop-up right. book. The little yeah. hologram comes up. Everybody has a good time. But I, I think the worst book would probably be uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People because he really didn't understand a goddamn word of it. I mean, there just there wasn't there yeah. wasn't a moment when he was reading that mm-hmm. he's taken it the wrong way. The only sweet, the bitter sweetness to it would be that Dale Carnegie would feel maybe fifteen to twenty minutes of sadness. Is he still around? Uh. No, he. I mean, he passed away a couple of years ago. Are you but. sure? Because his last book was "How to Never Die," really, and not tell friends about it. <laughs> I so mean, I, I thought that like... was. Yeah, all right. I thought that was uh, Ray Kurtzville, but okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a singularity reference. But I think I think assassination for dummies would be an interesting one because it would feel extra bad as you were being shot to know that the person really was that. I mean, they they needed a book to like that. Really, uh, I'd be just as angry at the person that wrote the book. I think. I think that's right. I, you know, but that's probably edited by somebody who has a bunch of different contributors. I I just I think more about what would I say in those final moments, and I, I don't think I would really say anything. I mm-hmm. think I would grab their hands, put them down the back of my pants. And then as I died, you know, we defecate usually when we die of a gunshot wound. <laughs> and so I would defecate on their hands. And then I think I would look them in the eyes and go, <laughs> you know, just because that's got to haunt their dreams in some capacity for the rest of the. <laughs> Don't you think? I think so. Triple banger. Lightning, Lightning round. round. Question uh, number question two. Three, ooh, ooh. three, three. Movie you'd most like to see bloopers from. Anchorman, My Left Foot. The Last Temptation of Christ or Schindler's List? Last Temptation of Christ. I love that. Blooper. Uh, okay, list. let's take the nail again. I mean, you missed that. You didn't even get any part of his hand. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, my back is over here, Mr. Lasher. Jesus. <laughs> you know, Mel Gibson. He's fucking juiceys. <laughs> that would probably be a blooper that didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, that would be a blooper. That, yeah. Well, there'd be a dark, you know, there'd be some darker bloopers. You know, dark bloopers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, those and those are also bloopers from the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. first Batman stuff. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move it along to where were you? Interesting. Yeah. Where were you? You know, I was just outside uh, the Groundlings Theater where mm-hmm. I saw one, one or two performers sort of run in a very effeminate way, just something that I haven't really seen in comedians before. But the thing I want to focus on is I was in an alley. And uh, a lot of people say, oh, I don't like alleys. I don't like driving through alleys. There's potholes, you know, that sort of thing. I think alleys are the off-roading uh, for, for sort of urban inhabitants. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, yeah. If you kind of want to take that car off-road, just take alleys the whole way home. Nobody mm. does that. When's the last time you only took alleys? Just alleys. I don't, you know, I... I, I no one's to, saying you can't. Well, I have that option. Not a, not a one I have that is op- saying you can't. No, no one's saying you can't. In fact, I have that option that I, uh, on my GPS, just alleys only. Did you get that one? Yeah. Uh, it's, not a lot of GPSs have that, but, of course, my son refurbished it with, you know, <laughs> uh, he's two and a half. He was able to do that. He did the alleys only option. And I'm able to, uh, to to go alleys only. It takes a while. It takes a while. Um, 
But yeah, I think so. You're saying you were over there. I think the alleys. Well, I, I what I guess what I'm saying is I, I was in an alley, and I you, you don't appreciate alleys are great. They're this sort of the seedy underbelly of they the are. streets of our city. And here's the thing: you're seeing the trash, you're seeing graffiti, mm-hmm. you see the people that are not taking the main streets. There's not we, enough alley tours. No, yeah, they they always go to oh, let's go to a famous person's I house. I, let's go to uh, the not saying, Hollywood Walk of Fame. Where are the famous where are the alleys? Famous alleys. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I'd you this know, is where Sean Penn got beat up. Occasionally, you'll see an alley cat, you know, which is either a guy who's kind of in a zoot suit saying like. Uh, there's dumpsters well, everywhere, and only if that cat can talk. Boy. There's puddles with human hair, you know that sort of thing. <laughs> and then, but I actually, I got to tell you, it can also just be a, a feline. If you see a cat yeah. in an alley, that's an alley cat. Well, and, and there's not enough people, and maybe Pemberton Bottle Sticks can can help on this. But there's not any politicians like when you're running for mayor that are saying, "I mean, we're going to clean up the streets." They always say that. What about the alleys? The alleys are the places that the most dirty. Those are the places where the most crime is happening. These alleys, hey, why don't you dirty say, as hell. go all the way and say, "I'm going to clean up the alleys." I think that's part of it. I think just take alleys. You know, if you want to, and and people don't do this enough. If you're sick of your drive home, mm-hmm. add 15 minutes to your commute and take a different route. Get off yeah. the streets. Get into the sometimes. alleys. Yeah, I do that sometimes. It's important. Yeah, uh, you, you ever get lost on purpose just to see a new neighborhood? Yeah, you I, have to have a lot of time on your hands. Yeah, yeah, but to, I have to risk. No, that. I have. I, you also have to have a family situation like I do, where it's so chaotic at home. You don't really quite want to get there quickly. I think that's most men. There, there was an article <laughs> recently that talks about how men spend more and more time at work because they don't want to go home and deal with what's at home. It's not even that they love working or they're workaholics. They just would rather be at work than at home, and they can't. You know, women have such a chokehold. On sort of the machismo right. uh, personality, that there's no longer the I'm going out with the guys to drink. I'll be back when I get back. There's no more. My buddies and I are going to strip club. You know, I will. I'll be coming back in women's underwear. Deal with it. You know, or even just the let's drink. You know, I'll be drinking Mickey's in the alley with my buddies. Yeah. You know, coming up with songs, you know. Over there is a fishbone skeleton. It's just like Garfield. He's got a telephone. Uh, Or whatever. It doesn't need to be the telephone thing. That doesn't seem to fit at all. Just just, having, TJ, seriously, having you on the show is is just, I'm glad for some reason Kate Middleton decided not to do the show because i just i like hanging out with you i just i look forward to these well, i uh, love these it shows that I th- we do I, together i think she is really first of all you know she's so easily paralyzed by fear if you look at the tape i mean look at this really? they've been standing there for gate uh you haven't moved in over 10 minutes i uh, i want to know if you bequeath your crumpets to me in case of your untimely demise Wow, that's weird. I, I didn't notice that before on the footage. It looks like there's some type of orb on that person's hand that's talking to her. I can't tell what it an is. An orb? An orb. It's a big round thing attached to that person's hand that's talking to Kate Middleton. I'll have to explore that. Yeah, me. I don't know. Yeah, what, yeah, that doesn't seem like anything at all. Be. That's almost not even worth exploring, I think. Mm, you don't think so? Yeah, you know, you, you know, Lewis and Clark, a couple times Clark used to say, hey, we should go look in that, those woods over there and under that brush. And Lewis would have to be like, Clark, shut the fuck up for a second and just focus. We got to get this goddamn canoe to wherever by whatever time. I saw. And I, you're over here saying, oh, look, another beaver dam. Jesus, Clark, get your dick out of your own ass. <laughs> you know, I. What I, the fuck is with the coonskin cow? It is hot as shit out here, Clark. I, that's one of my favorite outtakes from uh, the Lewis and Clark movie. It's that was on the bloopers reel, and that I was love a, that. I really enjoyed Louis that and Clark Clark. Yeah, yeah, where they were swearing at each other. Judd Apatow was going to do a reboot of that with uh, Justin uh, Justin Hill uh-huh. and uh, Jonas Siegel. Or oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of Lewis go, and Clark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be called Louis and Clark Clark. Mm, mm. That's something I would watch. You know, because Clark. Cause... A lot of people don't know this, but Lewis and Clark they had pet names for each other. And yeah. Lewis's uh, for Clark was well, Clark Clark, and they were a comedy team for a while. A lot of people don't realize they toured they were, together. Yeah, yeah. They used to. Uh, one of their big jokes. One of their big jokes. They, was, they actually uh, discovered the Catskills. A lot of people don't realize. That's that. right. And their comedy team kind of started the. Clark uh, said, "Oh, look at this place. We could call this the Catskills yeah. and do our comedy routine had, here." And Lewis. 
have said, you don't have the cat skills to dig yourself out of your own <laughs> fucking asshole, Clark yeah, Clark. It was all about like assholes and, you know, they, they, they were really dirty the way they talked to each other, but they could clean up their act and they had a fantastic juggling show that they would do together. A lot of yeah. people don't realize that. Because yeah. as they kind of toured the, the earth, they found a lot of fruits and vegetables that they would uh, actually do How a How come dual... there aren't more earth tours? You Not know, a lot why, of earth why tours. The, why don't the eagles more say alley we're and, back together? Yeah, more alley and earth tours. Why is he talking about musicians? Why aren't more people saying, I'm doing an earth tour instead mm-hmm. of a world tour? Mm-hmm. It's just an earth tour. Yeah. We're playing in the ocean for a little mm-hmm. while. Earth. The Earth Tour. I'd like to do a live podcast. Asia. Asia tried an Earth Tour. Yeah? Yeah. The, the super group Asia. Hmm. Yeah. Heat of the moment. I don't, yeah, I don't Your know. Your insincerity. It's not really ringing. My up. favorite song ever because they kept yeah, saying okay, the words. I just hear a little more. Heat of the moment. That's still not really. Your insincerity. Okay. Do you know any other... Uh, I only not only do I only know one song of theirs, but that that's the uh, the only part. That's of the, the song. extent of the song. No, wait, you know, I, yeah. they have two songs that got famous. They have "Heat of the Moment" and uh, I think uh, "Only Time Will Tell." That's where they said your no, insincerity. No, I think it was only "Me Chinese, Me Play Joke." That's where they say your insincerity. They go, "Only Time Will Tell Your Insincerity." It's funny. <laughs> I was in the car once with my buddy. We just kept singing that over and over all day. You know, it's Steve, Steve Feldstein. Remember. We yeah, just keep singing that. I mean, I, insincerity. Do you listen to songs over yeah. and over again in the car? Yeah, I do. I think, like I said, I think every song has one moment that you're waiting for during the song, and you have to make sure that moment doesn't happen too early in the song. If you're a musician, try to put it late because some songs peak after literally ten to fifteen seconds. Yeah, that's a tough part. I think actually the one, the Chicago Bulls one, right? What's that one? Uh, that's that's actually one that I get brought up on stage sometimes too. I love yeah. that song, but it, it's the best part yeah. is the beginning, and then you're yeah. on to something else. Um, that's uh, Imminence Front by the by, by the Who. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I don't think it is. Yeah. Well, listen, listeners, to all the twelve and a half. First of all, thank you for tuning in to Cash's podcast, and thank you for letting me crash the show and come on the show whenever you know Kate Middleton just acts like a crumpety bitch. I know, I know. Well, let's move it along. Let's move it along to the essential questions of human nature. Essential questions of human nature. God, that must be the least favorite part for the 12 and a half Your listening. insincerity. <laughs> That's right. Um... What percentage of people deep down want their diaries to get read? I mean, I, it feels like it's pretty yeah, high. That's a good one, yeah. It's pretty that's high. Really I, I feel like, um, and we can explore this, but I, well, before, been, I will say this, because I, I don't have a diary, but I, I journal a little bit sometimes, and I think it's mm-hmm. great. I think it's very useful. I think it worked for, you know, Anne Frank was someone that I think got a lot out of it. Uh, but you want to, you know, you you want to really put down your innermost, deepest thoughts. But eventually, you don't want people reading that stuff. And so, what I do, and this is a practical living of modern, I've age, got a couple of those too. Is I write so illegibly. I write so I can't even barely read my own handwriting, so that it's like hieroglyphics. So no one, it doesn't matter. I'm not afraid people will find it and read it because it's just it's just scratchings. Right. What do you think? I mean, I, I've been, I've been, you know, I, I've been watching a lot of Twin Peaks lately. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Have you seen Twin, Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks? No, it's a David Lynch series. Uh, it's great. Is it and, currently, and uh, it all revolves around Laura Palmer's. Uh, <laughs> it was in the nineties, Secret right? Diary. Yeah, yeah, it was in the nineties. Yeah. And that's what I do. I like to take about twenty years, let something marinate, mm-hmm. really see if people like it. If yeah, it was... I read the pop-up uh, book version of Twin Peaks. And yeah, it's yeah. actually just peaks. I mean, there's two peaks; they pop up, and that's it. Yeah, it's it was. But when you put your penis in there, yeah, it that, makes it more it's exciting. A third one. Yeah, it's yeah. like a third. It's like a a, a tri tower. And with children, I like to do this. With children, I like to do this. I like to play twin peekaboos. Okay. And so that's where I sort of cover my face and I say, where'd I go? Where'd I go? And then I open it up and I go, I killed Lauren Palmer. The evil of the woods is within me. I am Bob the Killer. (laughs) David Lynch is weird, but God, he's got great hair. And then I'll cover my eyes back up. All right, let me. I got a practical living in the modern age. You do? Okay. We're Pick a summer around. song. We're moving around, huh? Pick a summer song. 
A summer song? It's a song that you can listen to over and over again, and you could always go back to. Mm -hmm. You know it'll be good. For me, I think this summer it's going to be Karate Mm -hmm. uh, by... Hold on, let me see. Karate by... Kennedy. So you think you can superimpose... From the Special K EP. You think you can superimpose a song on a summer? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I believe that, uh, I believe that you control your own destiny. I have an internal locus of control, and in my mind, as long as you work as hard as you possibly can, you can achieve almost anything in this life, and one of those things can be superimposing a song on your own summer. The only way you can superimpose a song on anything, as far as I'm concerned, is to listen to it as much as possible in your car. Well, that's, that, where that's you, what I'm talking that's about. That's where you bond with your music. That's what I'm talking about. I'm saying the music that you always love the most. You listen, my, to, in it, you listen to in your car when you were 16, when you first got your license. What was that? Because that's the music you. That's the music that's really. I was listening to primarily chamber music back then. <laughs> Just strong vocal chamber music. <laughs> no, but I think you're right. I mean, you know, I'm talking about put it the, and put that song on repeat. That's the way to really get to it. Just. Throw that song on, let it play over and over and over again until you know every word, every nuance of it, and then let that guide you through your your hot, hot summer's days. Yeah, and then when you remember that summer, that will be the song that defines it. But here's right, the how thing. many people are able to say that? Do you ever get to the point where you realize if I play this song one more time, it's going to lose its elasticity? I'm going to possible. Uh, you know that happens. We burn out on songs just like we burn out on food, and you have to protect the, the great songs. No, like for example, no, I love the no, song. No, let me no, finish. No, God no, damn it! Let me no, finish, or I'll bring Middleton, Kate Middleton in here. No, you better give me them crumpies but, if you're not going to answer me. I love the song "Pressure" by Queen. I love that song. Oh, that's I think a it's great an amazing song. song. But I've been very careful not to burn it out the last fifteen years because I you, don't want to burn you it out. To it the first time it came out. No, I mean, I okay, think that so was before that, so my the, time. These probably. are classics. These are classic hits. But you it's can't a overplay different thing. If I, here, you don't me, overplay classic is, greatest I'm, hits, but you do overplay a new song that you've chosen for the summer because you can't you can overplay actually, that. Yeah, you can't. And you also, you push past overplaying it into sort of a weird cultish appreciation for it. Because if you, you know, they do that in cults. They'll play the song over and over again. And uh, eventually the person will just love it and, and be open to any sort of Kool-Aid, you know, metaphorical that they'll be drinking. But you have to admit you can burn out on a song. Yes, if it's a greatest hit, yeah. Like if it's a great song, they can't And so, like, song. if I hear, say, Pressure by Queen, and I'm in a situation where I can't enjoy it, it's just in the background, say it comes on my computer or something, and there's three or four people around, and I can't really focus on it, I change it. Because I don't want to burn it. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think definitely very careful hold, with it. hold those songs that you, you know, are feel precious. My wife and I, the song that we danced to, you know, uh, for our wedding, if it comes on anywhere, I was turn it off. Was that under pressure or was that at the engagement party? It was actually, uh, <laughs> uh, it was actually, <laughs> it was actually Asia, only time will tell. Your insincerity. <laughs> it's just so funny they sang that during a rock song. Um, in any event. Uh, diaries. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, I, Do you have a I diary? Think, I think a lot of people want to have their diaries read, and and in, and in Twin Peaks, it's like all the secrets. That, no, I journal some, but I don't want anybody looking at those journals. No, I, yeah, I think because a lot of them, especially you. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You mean you're worried that I'll look at your journals? Yeah, yeah. Not that. Not that there. I was in your house the other day. I was in your house. You went out and did some errands. Mm-hmm. I was in. I was in your house. You went out and did some errands, and after looking through all your belongings, and reading all your journal entries and that kind of thing, it occurred to me you really can't be good friends with someone if you don't trust them in your house. Just if you leave for a while, do you have friends where you wouldn't be quite sure? I think that's a good barometer to know how good of a friend someone is. Would you leave them in your house and not even have any concerns? I t- I tend to give it. Yeah. I know what you mean. There's only there's couple, a few my bodyguard, like, you, and maybe a couple other people. But I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt because I, I, when I'm in very trusting. When I'm in someone's house, very I don't go snooping. I, a lot of people love and to that's snoop. That's why I mean you're very trusting. I could tell because when I sent out the invitations for the just rager we threw while you were gone, mm-hmm. people had been here before. 
And they were like, oh, yeah, the bodyguard invited me and, mm-hmm. you know, his assistant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but see, no, to me, I, you know, I just, actually got here pretty quickly. I'm it was almost like they were just waiting in the garage or Most in the backyard. Most of my friends live in the garage yeah. or in and around the backyard. Yeah, right near you, right near you. So you, you were in the house. I was in the house. And you I were didn't talking snoop. about, but you were talking about an idea that you had. The, the idea mainly was that I think that's a great barometer for friendship is, is it okay for them to be in your house for long periods of time? You also should be okay with your friends driving your car. Okay, I guess we'll coast I, I don't like I don't like people idea. like, I, you can't drive my car. <laughs> Do you see me waking? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I, saw that. I have the driest eyes. Uh, I would not let you drive my car, but I'd let you push it. Mm, Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. You would let me stand in front of it. I've asked you to stand in front of it. And pull it. Yeah. Yeah. I would hook a hitch up to the front, give you some twine, and tell you, get that damn thing <laughs> up the hill. It looks like Kate Middleton is, is actually uh, somebody, that guy's talking to her again. It looks like he's going walking back over to her on the footage. Hey, Kate. I, uh, I want to apologize about earlier. Uh, still, obviously, if you do the podcast, I will... Play and eat your skin, but outside of that, congratulations on your nuptials, and uh, look, if you talk to Charlie, uh, tell him Tiwi says, hey, he won't know what the hell you're talking about, Mm. but, uh, you know, I I have always admired how he had his uh, late wife, Diana, killed to be able to let you take her place. Wow, that part of the yeah, this footage so, is really it's it's getting really. Hopefully, in depth. none of this is getting taped. Yeah, wow. Mm. This these surveillance tapes, they really. Yeah, this seems it's like amazing. I was bit. able to get my hand on these Seven uh, Eleven surveillance. Yeah, and that you didn't even need to use it. And it's weird. She was hands, standing you at the counter it. with crumpets for that long. It's crazy. Usually, a crumpet purchase. Again, listen. Paralyzed yeah. by fear, I think. May I do another practical living in the modern age? Yes, you may. Use your disposal. If you've got it, use it. Don't throw away your food. First of all, it makes the garbage stinky for the garbage men. Why do they need more things stinky than, mm-hmm. than are already stinky? They're they're working around stink all day long. Put it down. Put you know. Put it down the put it down the disposal. Second, it's a fun thing. You know, people say, "Oh, well, I feel bad wasting food." Well, you're wasting it if you're throwing it out anyway. But if you're putting something in the disposal, it's a fun feeling of sort of. Man conquering nature, and I think more people should relish in that. We're too. We live in an environmentalist society, which I think is a good idea. I mean, you know, obviously we are destroying the environment, and we are only of this earth, in and of this earth, for a, uh, a limited amount of time. You know, from here on out, we're completely destroying the planet, and we'll have to once we've, uh, you know, jeez, uh, the word that I'm looking for, I think, is uh, expended all of our resources. Mm-hmm. But it's not yeah. that. It's something that starts with an E. Once we've egoed, ego, like Lego my ego. Once we Lego our egos uh, as a society. Yeah. It, and, and, but that doesn't mean that you still shouldn't feel, you know, go through the alley. Feel like you're going off well, let's get Let's get back to step the main point. Step on a dandelion. Step on a dandelion and, and, and put it in your ear and mm-hmm. call it macaroni. But here's the thing. Your main point was use the disposal, and you know what that does? That cleans up the alleys for all of us to enjoy. It does, and also you're feeding the fishies. I like to think that it's going with the water, you're feeding the fishies, and what do you want? Fish just to see sewer water with human feces and human (laughs) urine pee? Or or would they? you like to mix a a Caesar salad, a grilled chicken Caesar salad in there? Let's move along to uh, – this this section's a – it's tentatively titled uh, Tweedalize. Right. And that's that's what we're going to call it, tweetalize. We're we're leaning in that direction. Yeah. Some people call it tweet it. Yeah, tweet it. Just tweet it. Um, Don't you know you got to tweet it? Once more into the tweets, dear friends. Uh, to tweet things, it'll make a billy goat puke. Or, uh... Taking it to the tweets. Taking it to the tweets. I think my favorite part is that... It's becoming more ape-like. It's becoming more ape-like. So it'll be taking it. Pretty soon the whole show is going to be. Just Um, two monkeys with typewriters. T.J. Miller, uh, March 23, writes, It's very difficult to talk your way out of a ticket when you have a thick accent. Yeah, I think so, because you can't. 
you know, I saw this this uh, young Slavic gentleman, and I, I drove up and stopped near him, and the guy's like, look, you're in the red zone. And the guy's like, no, but you guys understand me, you we are wanting to give out, and you can kill like a Domenico with the red zone. Mm-hmm. Here, piggy, 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 let me see the bacon shake. Let me see the bacon shake. Wanna wash a bacon shake? Let me see the piggy shake. Piggy, piggy, piggy shake. <laughs> and I just, you know, I just don't think that's helping. Yeah. It might not be it's hurting. It's not helping, but it ain't situation. helping. It's almost like Kate Middleton trying to get out of a 7 Eleven uh, because her accent's pretty thick, too. We can't hear her talking on the tape, but. You know, it's 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 hard to get out of tickets, but I, here's the fail-proof way. This is a practical living in the modern age. Um, what you do, and I learned this recently, you uh, they pull you over, say, "Do you know how fast you were going?" Which is what they are often uh, going to say, and you say, uh, "Sir, I'm going quite I fast." I always go. I always go. What's that? You know, I, here's what I say. Just listen. This is a good one. I say, uh, I, "I was going very fast because I'm taking my pregnant wife to the airport." She's delivering right now. And the, he says, what wife? And you look over and into the empty seat next to you, and you go, ah! <laughs> you got to really sell it. Like, you're freaking out. Your wife is missing. I mean, that's and, great. Yeah. That's it, great. I love that. I mean, you yeah. know, and I, I, I think... And then you, as you're driving away, you just go, taking it to the tweets. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, you know, the police, I, I find, they go, uh, do you know how fast you're going? I go... What's that? He goes, what's what? I'm like, what's that you said? What are those words for? Like I say, that has never uh, helped me. We're going to get to everything today. We're going we're gonna to get to tiny opinions. Teeny tinies. Teeny weeny tiny opinions. Yeah, I want to I wanna really, I want to get that. I want to get into that. Okay. I want to talk to you about the C word. Okay. Okay. I was thinking about it. This is my tiny opinion. Yeah. Um, I don't think that the C word... I don't think it's fair that women have chosen they're going to be offended by this word. Uh, men don't have a word like that. Women have chosen, like, okay, now here's the word we're going to be offended by, and it's going to be the equivalent to the N-word for us, you know? We, the only reason man, men don't have a word like that is because we've chosen not to get pissed off about some of the words that are used on us. Right. I don't think you can just uh, superimpose... Uh, a word uh, on everybody and say, this is the one we're all going to be up in arms about. I don't even know what that word means, really. Mm-hmm. All I know is it's supposed to be completely out of bounds to say it. Now, haven't, haven't, I, this is not going to be a popular opinion, by the way. In fact, this. this well, I'm already not a fan. Yeah, I, I, I can tell. I think it's tough. You know, there's really only two. There's no equivalent word. I don't understand why we don't. Is, do we have the right to have a word we're offended by? Yeah, I think so, especially, you know, as two white males. Well, you're sort of an olive-skinned Greek. God, look at those Adonis <laughs> cheekbones. Uh, you know, and I, I, I kind of feel like, in a way, um, I mean, I don't know. You know, I I think as white males, we don't really have much place to, to talk too much about this because there aren't any words that really offend us. But is, is partially that's because we, we haven't chosen to have any words offend us? No. You don't think so? No. What if we just decided, okay, asshole is our C word. You can't say it anymore. Nope. I Sorry. Don't even, I don't even think no. that word, look, there's no history behind that word, I don't think. I don't think it goes well, back I think it's really 300 weird years where they were in, calling witches in, that word. I would think a witch would be a, a worse word than the C word. Right. It's certainly I, been I mean, there's longer. more history to it. I feel like this word, women decided, this is the word we've all decided we're going to be up in arms about, and I think which is a better one. Maybe that should have been my original point. I think which should be more offensive. I don't think the C word should be taken. People so. killed people for being but witches. It, and also, or, the C word is a recent thing. that When I was growing up, saying. no one was like, don't ever don't say remember it. Yeah. All right. So I'm saying it's a trend, and I don't think being offended should be a trend. Yeah, I think that's true. I think, I think it should, should have more historical down. precedence. Right, 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 right. So now I've I've convinced you. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, now I mean, no, not convinced. I just feel like, and I don't use that word. I, I look just, if you I say you don't like the word, word, I'm not going to use it. Uh, you know, I I don't think the N word. Well, the N word has word. historical implications in it's terms true. of what went on. That's true. What about uh, poppycock? Mm, poppycock. What about it? Is that an offensive word? No, I actually think it's kind of fun. Hmm. You know, if someone you would, you fucking white-lipped <laughs> asshole. 
Uh, no, all I'm saying is I, I think uh, I, I, I think poppycock is probably a, a, you know people like to hear that, don't they? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. So let's. I want. I want to tweetalize one of your tweets. Okay. You know, because you've been tweeting a lot more. Remember to follow us at at not TJ Miller and at Cash Levy. Gotta say, guys, give us a review on the iTunes. I mean, yeah, give we, us a review. Listen, yeah. if all twelve and a half of you would do, then we would have twelve and a half reviews. And right. I don't even know that we have that. I don't think so. Every person that listens should give it a review. At least a half a person. Don't would know you thing. have twenty seconds to write a quick review? You can even be like, totally bodacious, broders. Yeah, I don't expect the half person to write a review. Because I don't think it's the upper half, so I, I don't think there's, think I don't think there's think fingers, the lower half. I don't think there's fingers you to really be doing that with. Well, you know what that, the well, you know what that sound means. We've got to, we've got to do a cash levy uh, at cash levy, and you know we're not making any money on the podcast. In fact, we're losing great deal of money. Oh yeah, these yeah. pod cones cost a lot of money. Oh, the pod God. cones that we use, I love uh, pod costumes. A lot of people don't realize that the costumes are extremely expensive. Um, uh, I want to read this Hallmark Channel mm-hmm. run. Okay. Uh, 22 hours ago. This must have been last night, huh? Yeah. Cash Levy writes, The Hallmark Channel has an original movie, The Gordy Howe Story. A dream come true for any hockey player. Uh, hashtag demographic 97. Now, what the hell does that, what does that mean? Why, well, would, why think- would a person write that? I don't think you're, all I was trying to say, and I don't know how to say it, uh, is, is fluently in tweet in tweeting language, but in tweets, what I'm trying to say, and it, maybe it took too many letters, you know, there weren't enough letters to do it. If you're a hockey player, you're one of the toughest people in the world, and that's how you see yourself. And it would suck to have your life story be on the most um, soft, uh, you know, feminine network possible. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That would not be a dream. For Gordy Howe, I would imagine. Well, I think is, I think is Lifetime, not, which is worse, the Hallmark Channel or Lifetime? I think they're about equivalent. I think the Hallmark might be even more touchy-feely. So I think if you're a hockey player, that would be a disaster. Disaster. Now, you put, I love this, Hallmark Channel original movies, where the love boat and the after-school special kiss for the first time. I like that. I almost would say for the last time. Because uh, the, the love time. boat okay. and after-school specials had a great run, but at the end of it, they were both... Yeah, pretty sad, and may have conceived the Hallmark Channel. Right, right. And finally, 19 hours ago, you wrote, uh, "How to lose all your followers in one tweet." From this day forth, all my tweets will involve the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> we stay tuned. We stay tuned, or the channel dies here. <laughs> oh, your your impressions of me are just spot on. Dead on. If we stay on this channel, the network does. If we stay tight, uh, I love it. I, I have to admit, I've been watching the Hallmark Channel a bit. Have you? I have like six things I can tune into my TV, uh, you know, where I can go to them quickly, and the Hallmark Channel is one of them. Now, it started with, the, I like Frasier, and I, I never really watched it when it was on. And I like Frasier. And, uh, you know, because I don't think that network, I mean, when the Golden Gil- Girls is the, is the real meat of your lineup. Yeah. Um, that's you're not in a, deep shit. Not a yeah, great you're situation. totally fucked. Yeah. But the thing that intrigues me at the Homo Channel is all the original movies. They look, I mean, I like watching the commercials and I daydream about watching those movies, but I, I'm afraid my manliness will be extracted. Will be sort of sucked my, out of you. Scrotum. Yeah. I feel that when I watch uh, Spike TV, because I think that that's, they're almost so manly, it's like a latently homosexual mm, channel. Interesting, yeah. Like, hey, Spike TV, what are you trying to prove? <laughs> and is it to me or to, or yourself? to yourself? Right, right on. <laughs> right on, brother. Give one Let's out. Finish Here, up. Come on. Let's finish Pound up. Pound it out, you old cracker dick. Let's finish up with maskers. Let's do it. Yeah, maskers. Guys, send us your maskers. Hashtag, we haven't talked about this. Hashtag it pound maskers. Yeah, or just do it on our Facebook page, which I, I like to grab them off of there. Yeah, you can do just either one. And definitely like, at mention both of we us. We have like maskers. four people on our Facebook page. We'd love for you to check it out. There's people send in songs. They they, they have yeah. pictures. They have uh, 
the, you know, photos of different things that we talk and about. And we love all that stuff, you guys. It means a lot to us. I, I read through all of it. I look at everything. Uh, then I take a pill that makes me forget mm-hmm. so that I can enjoy it all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes some of the uh, different maskers and some of the things people write are so hot and spicy and tasty. I'll take the oven mitts off my feet, put them on my hands. That's mm. how hot they can get. Um, what do we got here? All right, just this piece of news. Uh, furious customer sues CVS Pharmacy after her name was listed as Ching Chong Lee on her receipt. Is this a maskers? No, I'm just doing the news right now. This is the news section. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so basically, an Asian-American woman has filed a $1 million lawsuit against CVS after she re- received a customer receipt that she claims was printed with an ethnic slur. Now, I didn't know that Lee was an ethnic slur. But when she went to the store to pick up her order at CVS store in Egg Harbor City, which, you know, first of all, who's getting their drugs in Egg Harbor? Egg Harbor. That's your first problem, Tang Tang. You don't need a harbor for eggs. And her receipt identified her as Ching Chong Lee. Mm -hmm. Uh, Miss Lee identifies herself as Korean, which is a weird first name. It's like, Mm -hmm. what's the difference between being Ching Chong Lee and Korean Lee? is now taking legal action against it. I mean, she says Ching Chong is a pejorative term used by speakers of English to mock people of Chinese ancestry. But isn't it, isn't that, first of all... That's poppycock. That's what that is. Yeah, that's right. Do not say that in my presence again. (laughs) Do you think that's one of those words that should she be offended by Ching Chong? And I thought, no one's ever called an Asian Ching Chong. I don't. I don't know. It, it sounds like it sounds I, like CVS has. I, well, I think it's. I think it really. Apparently, is. CVS has a hidden agenda. It, well, an egg harbor. What don't they have? Jesus Christ! I mean, it's a harbor where there's eggs. Who is who is bringing eggs in by sea? <laughs> uh, you know, but I, I think I think Ching Chong is more a way that ignorant and racist Americans imitate uh, the Chinese language, mm, rather because okay. I've never heard anybody go. Look at that Ching Chong over there. You know, but I've heard him go, oh, Ching Chong. Mm-hmm. Uh, both are inappropriate. I'm just saying, you know, this, this just speaks to what you're saying. So that's the news. This is TJ Miller for Cashing Ins, uh, uh, news and current events. Where does this come from? We've never done this before. All of a sudden, you were just online reading about this uh, catastrophe in Egg Harbor. Uh, you're just someone that just wanted to keep up. I mean, okay. Whatever. I mean, is there anything it's, in the news about where Kate Middleton ended up? There isn't, but uh, y- yeah, I just, this is, it's sort of frustrating. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, let me do one maskers here. You know, I, I thought that was part of the show. Yeah, no, no, it's, we don't, yeah, we don't, usually don't do topical events, but I don't care. Okay, fine, I fine, just fine, love fine. having mm-hmm. you on the show. Okay. Uh, at Gman6448, George Sherm, Schmerger, Schmerger, George S C H M E R B E R at G Man six four four eight writes: Is a chest tattoo of a man with a lower back tattoo a good idea? A chest tattoo of a man with a lower back tattoo. I think that's something you might see on the Spike Network. Yeah, but yeah. I also like that. I like a tattoo within a tattoo. Yeah, I like tattoos inside tattoos. I've always wanted to How get... How far is it going to go, I think though? a lower back tattoo that says, uh, this used to be on my back, uh-huh. but it slid down to right above my ass. I have a, I have a tattoo of a pop-up book hmm. with, right a around penis, your... with a penis. Hopefully that's a full frontal on my line. kneecap. Uh, Captain Arg writes, cake babies or cake dwarves? Yeah, I got that one, Captain Arg. He also wrote, if it's the thought that counts, why aren't more thoughts accountants? Mm. Good one. Mm. Now, Captain Arg, did you make that up? That's what I, like I always wonder. I like Captain Arg. He's always got good ones. Cupcakes, cake babies, or cake dwarves? Um, cake babies. I love all these people. Look at this. Sean Comets, Edgar Allen, Low 88. Yeah, I'd say Deep Cake, cake Babies. Cake Babies, yeah. Perfect Speller, babies. Yvonne Pond. Do you think cupcakes have a, have a certain for... description that they have chosen to be offended by? Per, do you well, think I, think, offended I think he's sort of doors? wondering is, is are cupcakes, yeah, they're cake babies, you know, because they're not. They're not malformed. It's, sure. and, and, you know, isn't a cupcake a cuter uh, cake? 
That's what a baby is. It's just a cuter human yeah, person. I, I, cupcakes don't make a lot of sense to me. I think you, why eat part of the cake? I'd like the actual oh. cake. I'm very much reminded of how oh. much more. Oh, my life no, partner, what, Cherbel, what, loves cupcakes. What's wrong with a full cake? Why would I want to eat part of a cake? I don't know. I mean, I guess the reason... I'm getting less. I, I don't think, how how I don't, far is it going to go? I don't think you should eat how a whole cake. Go? You're only going to have a slice of cake. Cupcake is when you don't eat a full cake. I think the real question is... Who eats crumpets? I mean, you know, I was talking to some woman who was eating, you know, buying crumpets uh, earlier today. And I'm, as she's buying them, I'm thinking, well, these are just cupcakes without frosting. What the shit are these things? This sounds familiar. Who would buy crumpets uh, in this part of the world? Who would do that? I don't think anybody would buy crump kits. Crump kits. Uh, those, that, uh, That's where they, you have to put together the, the crumpets. Yeah, those are the kits, kits for yeah. the crumpets. Yeah, my son's really good at that. Um, He's not fixing my car. I, uh, putting in special GPS devices. I, I, I mean, I, I guess I don't know. So you're saying that, that you were actually convincing someone or, or kind of giving, ribbing someone to uh, to not buy crumpets? Uh, Maybe. Yeah. God, I'm going to get to the bottom. No, I was. I was. I was. You know what? I got to go, TJ. I'm going to go journal for a while, and maybe I'm going to discover what you get to the bottom of this whole Do you hear what I'm telling you? It was me. What was? What what we've been talking about. Kate Middleton? Yeah. What? How? Who? Why? Okay. What? Why are you teetering backwards? When? How? What? You... You were the one that told Kate Middleton to leave the 7-Eleven and not do my show? TJ, why? Because I hate the English cash. I hate oh. them. I think they have no place on your show. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I don't think she's worthy of it. Oh, thank you. Thank you for protecting the show I like just that. don't think... I don't think so she's worthy. So it was worthy. the integrity of the show you were yeah, worried about. Yeah, that was more about oh, it. Oh, man. Thank also, you so I just much. think... If she you're was eating crumpets, the C word, too. Oh, wait, wait, here. Look look at this. Yeah, look at this. Yeah. Look at this here. You know, they should call crumpets a bunch of fucking poppycock. Those little C word. <laughs> They're uh, frostingless cake babies. <laughs> it's so amazing that on this surveillance... This shows what a great guest you are. Because on this surveillance tape, which happened three or four hours ago, you knew what we were going to talk about on this podcast later well, in the day. Well, please, Cash. How did I know good. it was going to sync up this way? But yeah, yeah, I guess. Can hey. you come back sometime? I would love to. You're the best You're the best. I would guest love to I've be a guest a that you invite in a, instead of, in, a yeah. in a couple weeks. In a couple weeks. You've been the guest, you. best guest I've had in a, in a little while. Hey, I'll t- I don't need to be the best guest as long as hey, I'm the guest guest. Let's go put together some crumpets with my crump kit. Let's do it. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Thank <laughs> you.